You've tuned in to Naturopathic Earth Radio and Holistic Health News, where you get the latest on medical cover-ups, government malfeasance, toxins being put in our food and home, as well as sound, clean eating principles. We are here to cast a light on what the big sick care industry and its government shills don't want you to know. Don't be a slave to Big Pharma. Break free of the shackles of big food and start your journey now on a long, purposeful life. Become a citizen of Naturopathic Earth. Here's your host, A. Gregory Luna. Hello, everybody. This is A. Gregory Luna, of course. You can call me Gregory. Welcome back to another episode of Holistic Health News and Naturopathy Earth Radio. We always forget the Naturopathy Earth Radio because this podcast has had like five different names in the last two years since its inception. But welcome back, nevertheless. Before we begin talking about the link between drinking of parents with anxiety and depression of children, please go visit the website, naturopathicearth.com. You'll see some cool new articles. I have about 450 articles. A lot of those are food recipes. Uh, but there are also some regular articles. I did recently publish a recipe on paleo keto tiramisu. I did one on cake pops, paleo cake pops. I also did an episode on some New Year's resolutions, things to avoid in the new year. So go check out some of those articles. I would appreciate that. Also, as always, you know that I am a certified paleo-inspired health coach. So if any of you need to lose some weight, please contact me and I can help you. My prices are very reasonable because I am a teacher and all teachers are reasonable. And if you want to help defray the cost of the website and the podcast, please go buy my Confessions of an Obese Child ebook on Amazon Kindle or Barnes & Noble Nook. You can find the links on the episode notes. And also, we have a Patreon account where you can donate a few shekels, a few, few drachma to our endeavor, and that would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Also, I want to let you know that I, I did release a new Confessions of an Obese Child episode, and it's called uh, Survivor's Guilt, where I talk about my survivor's guilt. Why did I get to lose the weight where other people did not? Typically, with the confessions, I, I put those for a week on the regular Holistic Health News uh, feed. So some of you guys might be seeing that on the HHN feed, and, and that's why it's there, because I like to put it there just for a little while, just so both audiences can listen to it. So go listen to that if you want to learn about my issues with survivor guilt. And a lot of you might have survivor's guilt, not necessarily about weight loss, but you might have PTSD. Maybe you were in the military and half of your platoon was knocked out, but you weren't. Or you were in a car accident and people in the car died, but you didn't. You're grasping, why did I survive and somebody else didn't? Does God have a special plan for me or was I just lucky? And in that episode, I just talk about why did I get to lose the weight and keep it off while others didn't and have a shorter life expectancy and maybe no relations with the opposite sex? And, and I grapple with some of those metaphysical issues. So go check that out. All right, let's talk about alcohol. Okay, so we're going to talk about alcohol today, and there's a couple of companion episodes that I think would work well with this one. First of all, we have episode 40, which is the inordinate sharp rise in binge drinking and alcoholism in America. 
That's episode 40. And then also episode 140, which was not planned. I guess the 240s are about alcoholism, is when I talked about a new Lancet study saying that no amount of alcohol is good for our body. Because we have this idea because of resveratrol, the enzyme that's found commonly in in red wine, that we think, oh, it's good to drink a glass of wine a day or you know four glasses in a week, whatever, because the resveratrol has given us uh, protection for heart health. Um, but we talk about in that new Lancet study how, yeah, there might be a nominal, nominal protection for the heart, but for every other organ, even small amounts of alcohol hurts it, hurts it. And so it's best not to drink at all. And so I came across uh, this topic and I just thought it was interesting because we have this idea that, and of course I had this idea too, that uh, if you have parents who just drink a little around their kids, uh, that it's not necessarily a problem, and the, and the kids won't won't have any deleterious, long ranging health effects or mental health effects because of it. But uh, there's a new study that is being covered in the media that kind of contradicts this. So we'll be gleaning from Reuters, the esteemed Reuters, which is amazingly still around. Well, I guess AP is still around. If you if you look at the old newspapers. People who still read the actual tactile newspaper, you'll notice that that like here in San Antonio, um, almost all the articles are AP or Reuters. It's like there's the, they've they've so gutted the the newspaper staffs that there's like maybe if you look at the main section of a newspaper, maybe three articles from your local edit staff, and the rest are just AP and Reuters. I mean that that's pretty much it. Now I love the old newspaper. I am not one to look at screens probably because we have an episode on screen addiction. But in general, I just don't like looking at screens. And just I know I'm going off topic, but I, t- I tend to do that. I don't like reading books on screens, like like Kindles and Nooks, and even though I have my confessions on those two things. I don't like reading off of screens. I just, I like the smell and feel of a book. All right, now we're, gonna, we're not going to go all Fahrenheit 451 here, but there's probably going to be a time where there's no books at all and everything's going to be screens. We're going to have screens. We'll have Google Glass and we'll wear glasses where you can just read books wearing your glasses straight out of the uh, lens on the glasses. You know, we're not going to have, we're, done, we're, done, we're not going to have actual books. But <laughs> going back to the main, the main point is that, uh, yeah, this is, this is a little shocking about Reuters and newspapers. So let's start here. Kids may be more likely to develop depression and anxiety when their parents are regular drinkers, even when neither parent drinks enough to be considered an alcoholic. So let's go back to the statistics. Alcohol dependence, as defined by the esteemed American government, is 10 drinks a week for a female, no more than 10 drinks a week for a female, and no more than, I believe it's four in one night, and then for men, it's no more than 14 drinks uh, a week and no more than five in one night. So again, so I've, I've quoted this stat. I, I've, had, I've had friends and even even I've had Kate, I remember in the past, but like, like counting how many drinks she had in a week and like, like phew. But uh, yeah, so you don't want to be 10 for a woman and 14 for a man. And of course, it's not sex. It's just men are taller. So if you're t- you know a six foot woman, then maybe you should uh, maybe go closer to the 14 limit. So that, staying below that number means that you're not alcohol dependent. Okay, so this this article is saying that even if you are a regular drinker, but you're not considered to be an alcoholic, you're still uh, possibly causing your your kids to have mental health problems later on. 
Researchers studied 8,700 children from 6,002 parent families who participated in a health survey when the kids were 13 and 19 years old. Overall, 2,100 of the children, or about a quarter of them, had depression or anxiety or both. So here's the stat. Children were 52% more likely to have anxiety or depression when both parents regularly drank alcohol and when fathers themselves had symptoms of mental health issues than when parents didn't drink at all or have any psychological problems, this study found. Now, the children were 52% more likely to have anxiety or depression when both parents drank alcohol. Uh, that might be a little surprising. But they also and when fathers themselves had symptoms of mental health. Well, okay, that's not too surprising that we know mental health kind of runs in the family. But let's keep going. The findings suggest that in some family settings, even normal levels of parental alcohol use might trigger children to develop anxiety and or depression in adolescence and early adulthood, said lead study author Ingen Olea Lund of the Norwegian Institute of Public Health in Oslo. Quote, I'm not even going to try to do a Scandinavian Nordic accent here. This is, this is significant, as the levels of alcohol consumption discussed in this study rarely appears to be problematic, close quote. While the study wasn't a controlled experiment designed to prove whether or how parents' drinking habits might directly impact kids' mental health, it's possible that parents just became less attentive to children's needs when they drink. And that could be true. Also, changes in parents' behavior when they drink might be scary or uncomfortable for children, even when parents don't consume enough alcohol to be considered problem drinkers. Now, I can certainly see this. If you're a, a six, seven, nine-year-old kid and your parents are drinking and they're acting a little different, maybe they're, like with my father, my father was a functional alcoholic. He was a great doctor, but, um, man, and he would go to work under the influence all the time. And uh, he would come home, and in, when he would drink, he was typically more of the rageaholic. I talk about this in Confessions of an Obi Child, episode one, Why Did I Become Fat? And also the one that, uh, episode 15, which is about my father, the cancer doctor. And so I talk about how he would come home and be just you know raging when he was under the influence and just yell and scream at my mom and me and call us names and so forth. And, and so, I mean, certainly that's going to have an effect on a kid's mental health. Uh, so I can definitely understand this part where, where the kids, especially when they're really young, might feel uncomfortable or scary if their parents are maybe even talking louder or acting different, acting goofy, because kids are pretty observant. They know the way their parents are normally act, the way they normally are. And so when they are drinking, they act differently. And maybe that, that instills... Uh, some anxiety, like why are mommy and daddy acting differently? Maybe that just takes root and then later becomes manifested in full-blown depression and anxiety. Mental health problems and alcohol use disorders in parents have long been linked to psychological problems in children. Lund's team notes in the Journal of American Medical Association Pediatrics, JAMA. But less clear is how parents' alcohol use that is common but not excessive might influence their children's mental health. Okay, so just like a, it's just reiterating what I mentioned. If if your parents are hardcore alcoholics, that does screw you up. That does screw you up. And I can say personally. Seeing my father drink so much, my mother never drank. Seeing my father drink so much, you know, I mentioned how children of alcoholics either go one of two roads. They they either don't drink at all uh, because they don't they they hate alcohol so much that they don't want to drink it, or they go down the other road and they just emulate because we tend to emulate our parents and they emulate their their parents' drinking habits and they too become 
uh, become drinkers as well. I was of the former throughout my 20s. I never drank. I never got drunk in college because I hated alcohol. And also, one of the coping mechanisms of growing up with an alcoholic is you want control. You want control. And this, this goes also to my eating as well when I was overweight, is that you want control in your life because you're not getting control. You can't control your parents' behavior. You can't control your alcoholic parents' behavior. And so you want to have control at all times. And we know that alcohol, you lose control. And so that's another factor there. So that's one of the reasons I would never drink because I always wanted to be in control. On average, mothers in this study drank only about 2.5 occasions monthly and fathers only 3.6 times monthly. Wow, that is nothing. 2.6 times a month? Fathers 3.0 times a month, and they still found a correlation that increased their kids' chances of having depression and anxiety. Oh, this doesn't bode well for you social drinkers. You know, like the old show uh, with Courtney Cox, Cougar Town, the old joke about Cougar Town was that every every scene, Courtney Cox's character and uh, uh, Busy Phillips, the other girl, they're always drinking gigantic cups of wine. Uh, the woman reported consuming almost three glasses of wine, beer, or liquor in a typical two-week period. Two weeks. Three glasses in two weeks. While the men reported consuming more than five glasses in a two-week period. So there were a couple of limitations on the studies here. One of them was that it excluded single-parent families as well as any families where one parent or teenager didn't participate in the health survey because you needed the parent and the teenager to participate. But the, the big limitation is it, it excluded single-parent families, which means that it doesn't really reflect America at all because there's a lot of single-parent families. And uh, I, would, I would assume, and I could be wrong here if I had to extrapolate, that uh, the, the, the rate of drinking is probably more in a single-parent family because they're a single-parent they have to cope with it. And of course, that's a vast generalization. And I know single-parents who don't drink at all, but... That would be a, a regular, probably a normal assumption to make. Also, researchers relied on parents to accurately report how much they drank. And as a result, some people may not have been correctly identified as problem drinkers. Because I, I, I used to triage patients when I used to work in the urgent care and ER. And we'd always have to ask those questions, you know, are you, or do you take drugs? Do you uh, drink alcohol? Do you smoke? And most of the time, people were honest about smoking if they did smoke and how much. But when it came to drugs and drinking, you could always look at their face and tell. Because I, I, I did, the, I, I triaged for like four years. And I remember asking about the, the alcohol question, but do you drink? And they'd be like, yes. And they'd say, okay, so how many drinks do you have a week? And nobody, nobody would say 15, oh, 20. Everyone was like, oh, a couple, a couple a week, right? Same for drugs. Do you do drugs? Oh, no, not at all. Do you do weed? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but that's not a real drug. And then, of course, how often do you do weed? Oh, barely ever, you know, once every six months. Yeah. Okay, so, so here, you know, the parents could be under-reporting how much they're actually drinking. And we know the more they drink, the, the worse it is for their children. However, drinking that doesn't reach the level of alcoholism affects far more children and families than alcohol use disorders, said Linda Richter of the Center on Addiction in New York City. Quote, Linda says... We know that parenting practices, which have a very strong influence on a child's well-being, are definitely affected by alcohol use and mental health problems, and these effects can manifest in a number of ways. Close quote. Quote again, Richter, they can be obvious like abuse or neglect of a child, or more subtle like modeling unhealthy behavior for the child, or failing to identify and address early signs of risk for childhood anxiety and depression, and addressing it accordingly. 
She continues, alcohol use and mental health problems in adults and children often go hand in hand as people tend to self-medicate their anxiety or depression with alcohol and other addictive substances, especially if they don't have adequate access to professional help due to limited financial resources or education. All right, so let's take a break and finish up. All right, so I think that last paragraph was pretty revelatory in that, as I mentioned, when, when we're young and the kids see their parents drinking, we're going to model behavior, right? And that's why some, some people who grew up with alcoholics uh, tend to drink a lot. But this, this article is not even talking about alcoholics. It's just talking about people who, kids who see their parents drinking as little as two glasses for a two-week period. But I think that the takeaway of the article is that when adults are drinking, even small amounts, they may be more likely to ignore their children or to neglect their children or to act a little different around their children. Again, maybe be angry or be too funny or maybe exhibit a lot of PDA or maybe cuss more. And if the, if the children are around, especially at a, at a young age, uh, that might cause them to be anxious. And instead of dealing with the anxiety, uh, they self-medicate or they sublimate uh, this anxiety and depression, and then it comes out later on in some form of mental health disorder or some you know, hair-pulling, nail-biting, or, or whatever it is, maybe um, uh, disordered eating, binge eating, and so forth. So the takeaway here, guys, is don't drink alcohol around your kids, maybe. That, that's one thing, so they don't see this behavior. And I'm certainly not going to say don't drink because alcoholism or even alcohol consumption in America is pervasive and binge drinking is well accepted. If you look at Hollywood movies, if you look at all the Judd Apatow movies, go back to that episode I did on how Hollywood perpetuates this, the glorification of the man child you know, as seen in all the Judd Apatow movies like 40-year-old virgin and knocked up. You know, the 35-year-old the slacker who doesn't have a job, who smokes pot all day, how we glorify that. No, we definitely tend to glorify uh, drinking in in the media and movies. And you know, nowadays every every show you watch, um, they're smoking pot and drinking alcohol. So I think at the least, maybe don't drink alcohol around your kids, which I think some of you probably don't do. Uh, but in general, like we know, alcohol isn't good for us. And this is my third episode that's related to alcohol and mental health. And I do have a, a sensitive spot when it comes out to, to drinking because. My father was an alcoholic, as I mentioned, and I don't drink barely ever. I drink maybe a glass or two of wine every two weeks, which according to this study is enough to screw up my kids. But I don't drink around them. But nevertheless, I'm never under the influence around them because I don't drink on the, the weekends I have my kids because believe me, I need all my faculties to watch four kids under the age of seven. So I don't drink when they're around. But in general, I would say, look, alcohol, it's not needed. Like We, we talked about the Lancet study showing that no amount is safe. And then we talked about the rise of binge drinking and alcoholism and how it leads to increased rates of cancer and heart disease and obesity and all these other problems and liver disease and cirrhosis and all these things. So guys, alcohol, I know some of you, it's a crutch. You've been drinking since you were in college or even younger and you need that glass of wine every night to, to kind of dull the senses. I get that. And 
I would just say try maybe a little more naturopathic approaches to release that anxiety. I love the taste of red wine just like everybody else. Not everybody because I know some people don't like wine, which is bizarre. But I know we all like the taste of alcohol, but alcohol is not good for us, guys. And and you can rationalize all you want. Rationalize all you want. Alcohol is something that we honestly should avoid as much as we can glass or two a month, maybe that's fine. Okay. But in general, we should really try to stay away from the alcohol. Now I know that's easier said than done because a lot of us have alcohol dependence or alcohol addiction, or we have alcoholism. I would say to my younger listeners, don't take up the habit. Don't take up the habit. Just like smoking. You guys don't smoke cigarettes. The kids do vaping. And I tell my students all the time, don't jewel, don't vape because it's got nicotine and they want you to get hooked on it. Go to that episode we have on on how the jewel makers are intentionally targeting tweens and teenagers so they can get hooked on their product, even though ostensibly vaping is only supposed to be used for people who are trying to get off of cigarettes, but we know that's a big ruse. But I tell the, you know, the younger kids, don't, don't take up the habit of drinking. Don't, don't do it because, again, you, you don't know how this is going to be manifested later on. I knew people, based on religious reasons, who didn't drink at all for a decade. They didn't drink alcohol, and then they started drinking alcohol, and then they started drinking a lot of alcohol. And so you, you don't know where this is going to snowball later on. So I would tell the younger people, don't drink alcohol, don't take it up. Also, know yourself, do the deep work. If you have addictive tendencies, and certainly don't take up alcohol because you might go down that road and become addicted to alcohol and become an alcoholic. But if you have a pretty good kind of grasp on yourself, you don't have any underlying trauma, you've done the deep work to know what makes you tick, tick your, your introspective, retrospective, then certainly a glass or two, a couple of weeks or a month, it won't kill you, it's not going to affect you because it's not going to be a crutch that you're going to use as an addiction later on. But yes, alcohol is not good for us, guys. Look in the mirror and just admit it. It's just like what I tell the kids, tell the students. Uh, you know, the, of course, the, the the high school kids and, and the college kids believe marijuana and CBD and THC and all these things are great because I mean, we if you believe that marijuana won't be legalized, you're you're way in the wrong there because it's the Supreme Court's going to pass in five years, ten years at the max, and it'll be legal. And because one of the reasons is the younger generations don't see it as a drug; they think it's normal. A lot of them are doing it. A lot of them are doing it. But anyways, so I tell them. And when we cover mental health disorders, that you know those who take drugs, more drugs, including marijuana, which is a hallucinogenic drug, you have a higher rate of developing schizophrenia. And then we go over what schizophrenia is, and they're freaked out by schizophrenia, where you hear voices that aren't there, see things that aren't there, become paranoid, all these things. And I tell them, it's like the studies show that the more marijuana that you smoke and you know shrooms or whatever, the higher rate that you're going to be paranoid and you have a higher rate of becoming schizophrenic. And it freaks them out. But a lot of them, they, they get this look of shock because they've been raised, not by their parents, but they've been raised by Hollywood to think that marijuana is fine. Marijuana is cool. And a lot of them have done it and they like the way it feels. And you know they want to be little Bob Marley's and they wear the little Bob Marley shirts at school all the time, not thinking that parents and teachers know exactly what that shirt is supposed to convey, that you are a pot smoker. Or when they come on April 20th and they tell me, Mr. Luna, happy 420. Like, I don't know what that means. And I, I, you know, non-pot smokers aren't going to be telling people happy 420. But either way, parents try to limit your alcohol consumption because it is possibly messing up your kids and increasing their chances of depression and anxiety. And Lord knows, we already know that this young generation has loads of depression and anxiety, partly due to social media. And we know the direct correlation between high social media use and depression and anxiety. And most of your kids are no doubt probably on Insta and Snap and all these other places. 
So uh, we don't we, we don't want to exacerbate or compound that by having you drink in front of them. So the takeaway, guys, is lower your drinking. If not, drink at all. Definitely don't drink around your parent or your your kids, even if your kids are pretty young, because the study is pretty conclusive that uh, the kids can detect that you're different around that time and it makes them anxious. So don't drink around them. Try to limit your alcohol. And in general, try to live as clean of a life as you can. Be a good Baptist, Mormon uh, person and try to limit uh, these these recreational drugs as much as we can. And just try to live a, a overall, not just a hashtag eat clean life, but a hashtag live clean life. You know, we want to just try to try to stay away from all the toxins and the food and in, in the house and in the air and including drugs and including alcohol. All right, guys, that's all I have to say today. Please post an honest review for Holistic Health News and Confessions of an Obese Child. Go check out that Confessions episode I did on Survivor's Guilt and also post a review for Kate's Apothecary, especially if you like essential oils. Until next time, take care and God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to NPE Radio and Holistic Health News. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Holistic News Now and at our Facebook page at Naturopathic Earth. Please consider a donation at patreon.com slash naturopathic earth. Buy the Confessions of an Obese Child ebook on Amazon or Barnes & Noble Nook. Consider subscribing to our podcast. And as always, please post an honest review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to this. And remember, the core belief at NPE. Let food be thy medicine. Let nature be thy healer. Until next time. Music courtesy of Nine Inch Nails. <laughs>